Some people were made to follow the instructions. We were made to make our own. To always measure twice and never cut corners. Unless, of course, we've got a compound miter saw. Northern Tool and Equipment is a problem solver's paradise. There's nothing we can't find, fix, or figure out together. We're made for this. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com. Three, two, one. Right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. Oh. 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 Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Fantasy Jesus. Oh. I'm here to say Fantasy Rock. and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. Yeah! Go Team USA! Yes, Team USA indeed fired up tonight. We appreciate that, absolutely. Absolutely. We're playing hockey? Team USA, huh? We're playing hockey, Team USA? No, just soccer. Soccer Oh, I don't follow that crap. Yeah, I know. No one cares about hockey. All right, let's get things started tonight. We got a busy show indeed. Just like that, gentlemen, in the blink of an eye, your fantasy regular season is pretty much come to an end, for at least most of us anyway. So this is a big, big week here. Let's get it started. Welcome into the studio, Justin Jesus Herrera. Hey, everybody. Welcome in, TSS family. If you're watching us on YouTube, please give us a like. Please throw us a, a subscribe and check out our notifications bell. Click that bell because you're going to want to get notified for all of our future episodes. It is like commission. It's playoff season, guys. Start flexing. Start getting those waivers in and start watching this show because we are going to start delivering fantasy championships to the people. Indeed, indeed. If you've been following all year, you definitely are close to your championship. At least we all should be, right? All right, let's welcome into the studio, Nick. You got Flander and Macaronis. Yeah, we're getting close. Uh, we got two weeks to go to playoffs. This is the pre-playoff primer. Uh, next week we'll do a, a playoff primer show. Also, throw up our uh, Best Buy. Put up the TSS code. And we will double your deposit up to $100. We have two fantastic guests this evening who are going to deliver you right to your playoffs and tell you who to pick up tonight, along with the three other experts we have in the building tonight. Indeed. You're going to be climbing the fantasy ladder with Steve. Dave Hillman, strength from Dynasty Dork. It's going to be a nice little waiver wire battle. Colts, what's up with you, my brother? Appreciate you coming in tonight. Let's also welcome to studio Fred the Jester Reyes. Welcome into the studio. That's it, boys. This is what this is when it starts getting interesting. We're almost down with the playoffs. Football is looking great. We got some great games this week. This week is amazing. This week is amazing. And our big league, I just got to give Fred some props. And our big league, it's almost been 20 years now. He's about to, if he wins this week, break the record for the best record of the regular season. In our league, he's been going off in our league this year. I'm barely in the playoffs right now, so congratulations to our boy Fred. He's got he's got a little luck, a little magic behind him. I think maybe it's something about it's, that stack. Let's Christmas check out. Magic. Take it, take it, take it. <laughs> along with it. Take it. Check out what that stack has. It's the most wonderful time of the year. 
with the kids jingle belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It's the half happiest season of all. Nobody does the holidays like TSS Fantasy. We got a signed Chris Johnson jersey. We got a signed Andre Reed jersey. Signed Damian Harris jersey. A Williams jersey. A signed Jerry Judy helmet. All for you. Hit the subscribe button. What are you waiting for? Get on that Jester sack. We want to give it all away. The whole stack. And if you want some playoff magic, you want to get something from the Jester's Magical Sack. Indeed. It's rubbing off. Nick, why do we do all those crazy type things? There's no coming back from that conversation. Uh, Because we do what we want because we are the fantasy show of the people. Yes! The people, baby. The fantasy show, the people indeed. It's week 13, the end of your regular season. And we got some injury news to talk about. Let's bring in the doc. Look, I'm a doctor, not an escalator. Spock, give me a hand. Dr. Miller, fresh it off Thanksgiving vacation cruise. Welcome back. I feel well rested. Welcome into the studio, my friend. Gentlemen, glad to be here. Thank you very much. Well, I hope you are rested because we're going to keep you busy here for the most of the final, for most of us, the final regular season of the fantasy season, at least. What do we got on the house call tonight? Let's start in Chicago. Darnell Mooney is going to spend the rest of this season likely on the IR. So he is going to be having surgery to repair some torn ligaments at the high ankle. So ligaments that connect the lower two leg bones, uh, severely damaged, going to require surgery on that. Done for the season. Mm, Man, sad news. But good news for owners of Cole Komet. Uh, Maybe some other guys might step up in Chicago. Um, for targets anyway, so at least um, you can find your riches there, so to speak. But bad news for Darnell Mooney. What else we got? Speaking of bad news, bad news as well for Alan Robert Robinson. Uh, it was initially diagnosed as a sore foot, but after a CT scan revealed a stress fracture on one of the bones in his ankle, his navicular bone, and he's going to be having surgery on that. So Alan Robinson, done for the season. Bad news for Allen Robinson, but he's been bad news for your fantasy team, so let's take that for what it's worth. Okay, what else we got? Let's do some good news then. Travis Etienne. So he had a minor foot sprain, and right away I think people's bells were going off, like replaying last year's season-ending Liz Frank injury. Doesn't appear to be that. He is expected to have limited reps this weekend as a precautionary measure. Excuse me, limited reps in practice this week, and he is expected to play this weekend. Okay, so big news there for the Jags um, and ATN owners with a good matchup against Detroit. All right, who else we got? So Aaron Rodgers has been in the news a couple of times with a couple of various injuries. So it was reported earlier this week that the thumb fracture that we've talked about previously was an avulsion fracture. This is a little bit more involved. An avulsion fracture is one some soft tissue actually breaks off along with the bone. It breaks the bone often as a result of a pull or a tear or contraction of that muscle. And so... These often require surgery. Just want to give a little respect for Aaron Rodgers to be playing through a throwing hand, specifically throwing thumb avulsion fracture. Takes a tough guy to do that. Um, now, more on to the more recent injury. It's a rib injury that knocked him out of week 12. Complained of difficulty breathing. But the good news is it's not a punctured lung. And the MRI from early this week revealed positive results. He's expected to play this weekend. All right, he's muscling through at least a couple more games until they may be eliminated. Bill wanted to say what's up. We appreciate you joining in tonight, Bill. Appreciate you. All right, who what else we got, Doc? Let's go to San Francisco's backfield. So Elijah Mitchell has his other MCL sprain now. It's going to keep him out six to eight weeks, so he's done them both this season. His partner in the backfield, Christian McCaffrey, day-to-day with a knee boo-boo, um, likely unremarkable. 
going to be limited in practice this week, but he needs to step up Sunday since, again, his backfield is missing, Eli Mitchell. And even more importantly, he'll be facing America's team, the Miami Dolphins rolling into San Francisco. Can't wait. All right, who else we got? We got a couple guys with no word on their return yet. We'll start with Michael Carter. He has a mild ankle sprain, presently day-to-day for the Jets. And then moving on to the Steelers' backfield, Najee Harris was in, then he was out, then he scored, then he was knocked out altogether of Monday night's game with an abdominal injury. Don't know his status yet for this weekend. And again, his partner in the backfield, Jalen Warren, missed Monday night with a hamstring injury. This wasn't entirely unexpected. He missed a bunch of practice leading up to it. No word yet on his return either. So big question mark for Pittsburgh's backfield. Yeah, going to have to keep your eyes out on that. And again, on a big waiver wire night. So make sure you keep keep to the latest news on that. Uh, Who else we got? That's all we got tonight. That is all we got. Well, we appreciate you coming in, my friend. Again, we'll see you next week because it might be the end of some, but maybe some of the regular seasons will be ending next week. So we'll see you then as well. Appreciate you coming in tonight. We'll see you next week. See you next time, guys. Yes, sir. All right, we're going to bring in our guests tonight, Dave and Steve. Let's bring them in. It's waiver wire night. Ladies and gentlemen, we it's again it's a big waiver week, so we brought some heavy hitters in the building. First, we'll welcome in Dave Heelman, if I'm saying that correctly, from Dynasty Dorks. Welcome into the studio, my friend. What's going on? Thanks for the invite. Always love watching the show. It's fun to be on it. Heilman, Heelman, Hellman, it doesn't matter. We're <laughs> Dynasty Dorks. Appreciate the invite. We appreciate you being in. Break Just out the helmets. Heilman. <laughs> All right, let's also welcome to the studio, if you're climbing the ladder to the championship, it's here with Steve, the fantasy ladder. Welcome into the studio. Appreciate you having me on. This is this is always a blast. This is awesome. All right, all right that's what we love to hear. That's at the end of the day, not many people listen. It's all right. As long as we're having a blast, we're good. <laughs> all right, let's get things started tonight. It's Champs or Chumps night. We're going to talk about some waiver wire ads. Let's Get it off. Uh, let's get ready to rumble. Thick do you think I am? I mean, I know I've never stood up around you, but damn, like, and only because Caleb looked like he's in Grandma's kitchen. I'm gonna give this one to Mike. So Caleb, for just right now. Hey man, just want to let you know that sometimes you gotta shut the fuck up. Jason, that's hey. not how you treat guests, bro. Hey. <laughs> Get in on it's Chance or Chumps night. Dave, we're gonna start with you. We'll start with the QB position. What's your big QB waiver wire pickup of the week? It's Deshaun Watson. And the reason I'm going with Deshaun Watson, I get it. He hasn't played for two years. And if you don't, for personal reasons, pick him up, I totally respect that. But for the upside. If you're needing a QB, let's say you were riding, you know, Justin Fields didn't work out. You had some other, you have Aaron Rodgers injured. You're shooting for upside. And, you know, I've been streaming quarterbacks and it's been hit or miss sometimes. Hit great with Trevor Lawrence last week, but there's been a couple other times where, and and the upside. I mean, if it, if he hits, this could be a league winner, playoff winner. And this is his, this is his schedule. Houston. Right off the bat, NFL did not time that purposely, right? Um, Cincinnati, Baltimore, New Orleans. And New Orleans gets a lot of legacy credit for being a tough defense. They've not been a tough defense this year. Lattimore has been banged up. And then Washington for those Week 18 playoff people. But Cincinnati, Houston, 
I, I have him in the Scott Fishbowl. I'm going to start him this week against Houston and uh, the legs, the arm. It's, uh, it's, it's a good offense. You could say you're massaging his ego, Dave. We'll see. See what I did there. We'll see what he does this week. See, we're going to go to you. Let me know who your big pickup of the week is. So I dug a little deep on this one, um, but I actually really like uh, Mac Jones only coming in at a 5% rostered in, in ESPN leagues. I went with ESPN as the, as the metric because a lot of redraft leagues are played on there. Not, not a lot of super flex and not a lot of dynasty, what have you. Either way, Mac Jones coming off of a QB one performance on the Thanksgiving game against the Vikings almost had three touchdowns. One was robbed. Uh, definitely not here to defend the Patriots in any way, but but unfortunately that that, that was unfortunate uh, on Thursday night with, with the Hunter Henry uh, miscalled uh, no touchdown or was reversed, I guess. Now it's winter time when temperatures go down. The likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. A big part of why he was able to have the QB1 performance was because of how much the Patriots defense struggled after the last two weeks of having very solid outings. Now their schedule the rest of the way can allude to their defense struggling. Uh, they, they got the quick turnaround on Thursday night against the Bills. Don't love that for Jones, but since we are planning ahead for the playoffs here, um, Jones has really nice matchups the following weeks past Buffalo. So they face the Cardinals, the Raiders the Bengals and the Dolphins, all which could be high scoring affairs with um, the Patriots defense potentially struggling. They'll have to to keep uh, throwing the ball uh, down the field. I think uh, Mac Jones can uh, or has the ability to do that as long as the uh, defense is not stepping up. Well, we shall see. That's an interesting one. Mac Jones versus Deshaun. Nick, what say you? Who wins round number one? Well, Dave, I do respect your your thoughts on uh, Deshaun Watson, but I'm going to have to take a uh, little little reverence with that just because of the fact that he hasn't played in so long. And when, even when he did early in the season, he didn't look so good. So uh, I'm going to go with Mac Jones and with um, Steve, the wonder boy over there. I'm going to go with Steve on round one. All right, Nick playing it safe with the low ground on Mac Jones, taking the floor. Let's go to round number two. Steve will go to you. Give us your big running back pickup this week. So the big running back pickup uh, for me is uh, Kyron Williams uh, out of the Rams, uh, 20% rostered. Uh, Over the last three weeks, his uh, snap percentage and his usage has increased. Uh, His snaps went from 27 to 55 to 70%. His touches went from 4 to 9 to 14. So last week at 14 touches, he's getting the flex territory there. Most importantly, he's getting all of the passing work in the backfield. No, no Daryl Henderson. Cam Akers is still there, obviously, still um, a bit stagnant and a bit um, inefficient. Uh, maxed out at eight eight rushes last week. Kyron Williams had 11. And I think that they are just in like player evaluation mode right now. So I think it would really be wise for the Rams to kind of see what, what, what they got from, from the once highly touted uh, rookie prospect who then was disgraced with a bad 40 time and then an early season injury. Um, I think with all of the... Players they have out, Cooper Cup, Allen Robinson, uh, Matt Stafford. Um, he just provides a really reliable, safe, uh, short yardage target for the uh, young uh, QBs behind Stafford. So because of his influx of usage and snaps, um, I think he, he can p- potentially work his way into a uh, flex-worthy spot with his uh, touches improving, especially in the passing game. So to sum that up, he's pretty much all the Rams have at this point. No, <laughs> all right, let's go. To like Dave. Let's go to Dave for his big running back pickup of the week. What say you? Oh, you're on mute, brother. I went a little deeper for this one and went with Zonovan Knight from the New York Jets. Bam Knight. Um, he's got a fantastic schedule, and that is 
This week, he's got Minnesota. Then he's got Buffalo, Detroit, then Jacksonville and Seattle for your fantasy playoffs. James Robinson, this is an interesting little caveat to the trade. So James Robinson was traded to the Jets from the Jaguars. He was inactive this week, partly because he doesn't play special teams, but also partly because that draft pick gets a round better if he reaches a 275-yard benchmark. So that goes from a sixth-round pick to a fifth-round pick. So the Jets have a little incentive not to play him. And the real, the real reason I like him, Michael Carter is injured. Um, we'll see if he plays. I was going to ask the doc about that. But last week, 14 carries, 69 yards on the ground, but three for three in the air for 34 yards. And Mike White peppers the running back. Listen to these numbers. Last year, running backs received 16 20, 5, and 14 targets in the games he played. Yes, that was 20 targets to the running backs in one game. And then last week, what did we see? Seven targets to the running backs. And so he's going to continue to do that. And uh, I, I like the, you know, I, I like what I saw. And, you know, if they're not going to use James Robinson and Michael Carter's out against Minnesota, it could be a big week and then could be a nice little flex play for the fantasy playoffs. Not that I would back up any Jets players. What say you, Nick? What do you What do you like for round two? Wow, I you know what? I do believe I am going to dork out with with Dave, and I am going to go with Zonovan Knight because he was in the zone. Oh, you know Nick's been waiting all night to say that, Dave. All right, <laughs> well, the past three to, minutes, but sure. <laughs> let's go to round number three. So the Wide receiver position, Dave. Hey, three minutes is a long time, big, sir. <laughs> who is your big pickup this week? Yeah, so for wide receiver, I'm going to go with Zay Jones. And so Zay Jones was the wide receiver four overall last week. He's the wide receiver 16 in the last three weeks. And he's coming off of back-to-back double-digit target games. 10 targets in week 11, 14 targets in week 12. And in that you know, stretch where he's been weak, you know, wide receiver 16 in the last three weeks, hasn't scored a touchdown yet. So I feel like a touchdown's coming. He's got Detroit, Tennessee, Dallas, New York Jets, and in the fantasy championship, the Houston Texans. So mm. give me some Zay Jones. Got some juicy matchups for sure down the stretch. Steve, what say you? Who's your big pickup this week? So for the wide receiver, I selected um, Elijah Moore. He's a player whose talent I am just obsessed with. Obviously, he's had subpar usage so far this season, but I just really want to get a piece of that Mike White magic that that we saw on display. Uh, Still uh, only two targets. He caught both for 64 yards and a touchdown again with Mike White coming back. of course, was Mike White who led to uh, Elijah Moore's breakout as a rookie where he had six of seven games uh, with 10 or more fantasy points. At least the last two uh, was back to Zach Wilson, I believe. But either way, he, he had a big um, part in Elijah Moore's usage, uh, increasing and, and succeeding. I just want to highlight now the Jets' uh, fantasy playoff schedule, uh, the uh, Detroit Lions, Jacksonville Jaguars, Seattle Seahawks, and Miami Dolphins, all where uh, the Jets should be throwing the ball often. And again, to a no commodity in Elijah Moore, just want to see the uh, snap share go up, which I believe they will with uh, teams like that being able to have more shootouts that they're not going to be playing against the the uh, Justin Fields less bears every week where uh, the uh, defense is just going to continue to thrive. So I like Elijah Moore as a uh, back of your bench uh, wide receiver ad. The words Mike White and magic do not <laughs> go together. The word fluke does. Nick, what say you for round number four? Who wins? Or three? Sorry, who wins? Wow, that was that was tough because uh, both had positive and negative points in their arguments, especially with their schedules. Uh, but I'm going to go on a more consistent basis. I'm going to have to go Zay Jones because uh, he's he's gotten the ball more. Uh, you know, he did bring up Detroit, great play. Dallas, terrible play. And even Houston is actually a terrible play because – they don't throw the ball against Houston because they get, they just can run it all day. But I'm going to go with Zay Jones because he's more more consistent. Yeah, I think they're actually maybe even a sneaky good secondary sometimes. Like they bow up at mate. No, I'm wrong. All right, yeah, so Dave wins round number three. Let's go to round number four. Talk about the tight end. 
Steve, we'll start with you. Who's your big pickup at tight end this week? So going off of some of the reasoning with uh, Mac Jones, I'm going to go with his tight end and Hunter Henry, who's 25% owned in ESPN leagues. Uh, right now, tight end is just really gross. Um, he has like the favorable, the favorable schedule along with Jones there. Just to remind you, got the Bills this week, Cardinals, Raiders, Bengals, Dolphins. So should be a lot of passing opportunities there. He is a... Uh, well-proven commodity as a player over his career. Uh, and like I mentioned earlier, he was robbed of that second touchdown on the Thanksgiving uh, Day game. So, And still with plenty of positive snap percentage usage, uh, like him as a reliable target for Mac Jones in games where I think he should be passing a lot. One thing I've noticed tonight is Steve is an AFC East lover for sure. All right, let's go to Dave. What say you, my friend? Who's your big tight end pickup of the week? Yeah, we're going to go with Noah Fant. Um, I, I like him this week against the Rams. The Rams have led a touch, a tight end score a touchdown two weeks in a row, four out of the last five games. The Seattle Seahawks, we didn't talk about them much in our, 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 our stuff, but they have juicy, juicy playoff matchups as well. But DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett are probably not in your waiver wire. Um, but... <laughs> Noah Fant is, and Noah Fant gets the Rams, then Carolina, San Francisco. San Francisco's a little bit banged up in the secondary now. They're not as good as they were earlier in the year. They're still one of the top defenses, but then he gets KC. Um, so if you got to play, you know, if you got to play him that, that week, but really the next two weeks is where I'm looking at using Fant if I use him at all, and that's the Rams in Carolina. Wow. So what say you, man, Nick? These are some pretty big tight end pickups this week. Oops. What, what say you? Who do you like out of the two? Well, uh, ever since I saw who he picked, I can't wait to use this one. More like Noah can't. I'm going to go with Steve <laughs> and Hunter Henry for round four. Nick said some one-liners waiting all day. I told you, Ned Flanders all day with the dad joke. All right, let's go to round number five. It's defense it's all tied up dave will go to you who's your big streaming d of the week yeah i'm gonna go with the pittsburgh steelers and uh, not just because nick is keeping score here um but the steelers are much better with tj watt on on the field and it really helps the secondary to have that pass rush and then you get the atlanta falcons coming to town and so the atlanta falcons have allowed 27 sacks this year eight interceptions, and they have 20 team fumbles. Uh, they're, they're just like Mariota's a mess. Every You can call it every every week. It's going to be a turnover at the end of the game. And Pittsburgh's just like their, their defensive line is going to eat that offensive line. And then they have a pretty good matchup the rest of the year. They got Atlanta. They got Baltimore. A little tougher, but they've not been as good of an offense without Rashad Bateman plus Mark Andrews and banged up. They get Carolina, and then you get the Las Vegas Raiders. So Pittsburgh was one of the defenses that people were actually drafting this year. Then they went to the waiver wire, and now you're able to scoop them up and take them all the way to the championship. Yeah, I agree. They got some good matchups and some playmakers on that D, too. So good one indeed. Steve, what say you? Who's your streaming D for us? Yeah, going to go with the Green Bay Packers. Um, week 13 this week, they got the Chicago Bears. So once again, if they are uh, Justin Fields-less, uh, you really like that a lot. Uh, the Jets just scored around like nine-ish points, depending on your scoring against them last week. And we uh, early in the season that the Packers also put up nine points against the Jets, even with Fields. Um, but as the Bears are now even more depleted without Darnell Mooney, a little bit easier to scheme for. Uh, plus, off the step up a little bit more if Rodgers is not able to go to kind of give Jordan Love a little bit extra cushion. So I really like that uh, matchup against the Bears. And then in week 15, because week 14, that the, they have a bye, week 15, just thinking ahead again, you want to maximize these playoff uh these uh, playoff matchups They're going up against the Rams who just are honestly awful at this point. Uh, again, no, no Allen Robinson, no Cooper cup and likely no Matthew Stafford. So two very solid weeks in a row with the week 14 by uh, in between there. Who are they? Who, what about a week 16? Uh, I believe it's not a good matchup. So, it's so you're going to want that. Team, the Miami the Dolphins. Dolphins. <laughs> so it's a horrible matchup. All right, Nick, That's what right. say you, my friend? <laughs> who is, Dead winner of tonight's champs or chunks. Well, 
I believe this is the first time in in TSS history. I'm going to give half the points to Steve and half the points to Dave because they made excellent points. Now that's BS. I'm sorry. Uh, Steve, I love the hat. I really, really do. But Dave had a much better argument. He had a much better team going down the stretch, not because it's it's Pittsburgh. It's just he just got a much better matchup going into the playoffs. So I am going to award round five and the game to Dave. Dave playing the homer card for the win. Congratulations. You are tonight's winner. And I'm sorry, Steve, my friend. You know how it goes. You've no, he's not, though. He's before. not. He's not. He's not. You're, you're not, but just tonight. But you, you are know. tonight. You know. Come on. So you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. Well, I'm sorry about that. But again, tonight, you both are winners. What can we say? Dave, let everyone know where they can follow, subscribe, and get all your great content, my friend. I appreciate that. At Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Uh, we do podcasts and articles, all your Devi and Dynasty content. Nice. Well, make sure you go follow, subscribe, and get all Dave's great stuff. Steve, how about you? Let everyone know where they can follow, subscribe, and get all your great content, my friend. Appreciate it. Yeah, so you can check out my podcast called the Fantasy Ladder Podcast. You can find that on the IDP Guys YouTube channel. Uh, so make sure you subscribe to that and check out my show every Thursday. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for, for now. Awesome. Well, congratulations to you both. It was a great game. You guys brought some good waiver wire ads. However, the question is, are they sophisticated? Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup, so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone. That's what we're going to find out when we send you guys off. We got our boy, Andrew LeDuc, Mr. Maller's Sophistication Station up next. Appreciate you guys. We'll see you again, hopefully, for the end of the year. And we'll see. Let's 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 hear what Mr. Mallard has to say. Hello, welcome to Sophistication Station. I am Angela Duke, aka Mr. Mallard of the Divots and Pivots Show. And this week, we're going to start getting ready for playoffs. playoffs. And we have some more injuries that kind of open up the door for some guys. But really, when we're talking playoffs, we want some depth on our bench so that we have some options uh, to play matchups when it comes time to down the stretch here. So we want team, the guys who are going to be on teams with good matchups. So let's start with Jalen Warren. Got a pretty favorable running back uh, remaining schedule. Najee Harris goes down yesterday's game with an abdominal injury, so we'll see what that looks like. But either way, Jalen Warren was getting run in that offense. So Jalen Warren at 8.5% owned still, uh, which I was shocked by how low that is. Should be a nice pickup. And then Jordan Mason for the San Francisco 49ers. Interesting situation here. Elijah Mitchell looks like he's going to be out for another six to eight weeks again with a different injury now. Christian McCaffrey is apparently nursing some knee soreness, so we'll see what that looks like for him. Uh, so Jordan Mason at 0.1% owned could be a nice big pickup that is could get starter caliber run here, maybe as high as a back-end running back two in that offense. 
And then Nico Collins at 11.1% owned. He's had three straight games over seven targets and five receptions. He has the easiest wide receiver remaining schedule carrying us through the playoffs. So Nico Collins could easily be someone you can slide into your flex, especially coming up in the, the last bye weeks here. So Nico Collins, 11.1%. And then two uh, more kind of shots in the dark here. Richie James to the Giants at 0.5% owned on ESPN leagues. Uh, he, he seems to be getting some more consistent run behind Darius Slayton in that offense. So Richie James could be a dart throw <clears throat> if you end up with a late injury uh, in the playoffs. And then Olamai Zacchaeus. Yes, I don't know if I said that right. I apologize. But 0.4% owned. Same thing here, given the... Uh, Falcons offense right now with no Kyle Pitts. He was the beneficiary of all those vacant targets. So Zacchaeus, uh, Zacchaeus, uh, should continue to get some looks. Join us next week on Sophistication Station. I'm Andrew LaDuke. Go check out Divots and Pivots every Tuesday night at 8 o'clock. Good old Mr. Mallard. That's very sophisticated. All right, let's hear what our panel of experts has to say on their waiver wire picks. Let's go round robin for the QBs. Justin, we'll start with you. Who's your waiver wire at QB this week? Man, I I must be uh must be repeating myself because I'm saying Kenny Pickett for the third straight week. All right, so Kenny Pickett. Didn't have a strong week last week, but guess what? He hasn't thrown an interception for three straight weeks. He's starting to get it all together. He's got Atlanta this week, allowing 18 points to the fantasy quarterback. They're also very bad against running quarterbacks. You know, this could be the week we see a two-touchdown performance from the big guy. And if you got, you know, Kyra, or was it Kyler Murray? Oh, yeah, that guy. If you got that guy and you're missing the running aspect, you know, Kenny Pickett offers that a little bit, so... I think he's a perfect guy to go out and get. He is, you know, under-rostered in just about every single league you got. Only the bold ones get Kenny Pickett. Yeah, we're going to have to talk about is Kyler Murray greater than Kenny Pickett conversation. Nick, what say you? Who's your QB pickup this week? I don't remember. Uh, Let me see here. No, no, I got got it. It is. We need the ticker. (laughs) <laughs> well, it's, de- it's definitely not, not Kenny Pickett. Uh, it is Trevor Lawrence. Now, he is number 11 overall uh, on the season, averaging 17.5 points per game. Now, in his last six games, he's had three games with 20 or more points and two with 24-plus. Right? So he's had four top tens. This past weekend against the Rams, he finished with 321 yards and three touchdowns for 29.4 points. Not bad pickup there. Also, he hasn't thrown an interception since week eight against the Ravens. And his next three games, I'm sorry, against Denver, his next three games, he's got Detroit, who's 32. He's 32nd in the league. Titans, 27th, and the Dallas Cowboys, which is fifth. But you can definitely use them serviceable the next two games against Detroit and Tennessee. Yeah, some good matchups for sure. Got to agree. All right, let's go to you, Fred. What do you like for your QB? Mike White! Mike White! <laughs> Mike White! He's got the white stuff. He got baby. 315 yards, 79% completion rate, <laughs> over 11 yards per throw. Gross. And he did that in the first half. And, you know, obviously they're probably going to say it might be a fluke, you know, but the next four matchups he got are, are great. He got Detroit, he got the uh, the Jaguars, and the Vikings defense that ain't that good. And you have to keep up with the Vikings, so he's going to have to throw the ball. I think the only, the real test would be Seattle and Miami and Buffalo. So right now, three out of the six games, you start with Mike White. Let's go. Russ, run it through. Our boy, Bill, does agree. He says, yo, Mike White did great. Whatever. All right, <laughs> let's go to Nick. Talk about your running back waiver wire pickup this week. My running back waiver wire is boop boop. Get on the Gus bus. He's fifty cent. He's fifty five percent rostered. Uh, in his first game was week seven this season. He carried the ball sixteen times and finished with sixty six yards and two touchdowns. Count them up, folks. He handled the ball fifty percent times of the team's running back uh, of of the carries in week eight. 
He led the running backs again with 11 carries, 65 yards, once again handling half the running back. So this season he's he's handling 50 to 85% of the running backs' carries. So that means, at least in the Ravens' backfield, he's an, he's an RB1. Overall, he's an, he's an RB3 with RB2 potential if he scores. So, yes, he is touchdown dependent. But uh, his next three games, he plays Denver, which is 11th, Pittsburgh, and then he's got Cleveland, which is 13th. So he's got a pretty good matchup going into the next three games. Nick, on the ones and twos tonight, uh, Brad, what say you for the running back pick? I'm going to go with uh, um, uh, Jamaco Hasty. Um, I know Daryl Henderson is there, but he just got there. And I know they say Travis, uh, Travis Etienne's uh, injury wasn't as bad. If I'm Jacksonville, I'm not going to pressure him into playing a bunch. I'm not ready out the playoffs, but um, he did come in for what it's worth. In, in, his, in FTN's absence, he had an excellent day, 95-yard, catching five passes, got a touchdown. I mean, why not start him? Like I said, if they don't play Etienne or Henderson, he's a great play. Yeah, at the very least, uh, Etienne might be limited, <laughs> so he will see an uptick in carries and possibly targets um, against this very weak Detroit defense. So. Not a bad pickup this week at all. Um, what say you, Justin? Yeah, Etienne was sitting on that sideline, perfectly able to get back in that game, but Jamichael Hasty was just taking it over. Uh, Ty Johnson. So with Michael, with Michael Carter being out and Mike White loving to throw the ball off to the running back, Ty Johnson inserts. He had 78 yards and a touchdown um, on Sunday. He's a perfect complement to Zonovan White. You know, if they have to and they have to run it with these two guys that are, you know, no names, that's how you win fantasy championships. You get the guys that were no names. They were on the waivers, and they take you to a fantasy championship. Ty Johnson's not a bad guy to have. I like it indeed, although I can't, can't get behind the Jets. Let's go to receivers. Fred, what say you? Who's your big pickup this week at receivers? But I had the same as uh, Mo Boyle, uh, uh, Mr. Hillman, Hillman, Hyman. Uh, whatever he wanted to go. Uh, I did have uh, Zay Jones. Uh, just like he said, this guy has four games with 10 or more targets, another two games with eight or more, and he's had a lot more double digit, a lot more targets before than he does with fewer than four. So, I mean, it looks like Trevor Lawrence is putting some together. They're getting ready for next season. So, I would definitely start Zay Jones. Okay. What say you, Justin? Uh, Mac Hollins. I think there's actually the second straight week I put Mac Hollins on that list. Guess what? He went out, got 63 yards and a touchdown, five catches. He's benefiting from the fact that Devontae Adams is double teamed all the time. His next opponents are the Chargers. They stay in L.A. for the Rams. They play the Patriots, and they play Pittsburgh. Three of those matchups I love for the second guy. Uh, New England's a little bit shaky because their secondary tends to be very good against receivers, but definitely love them against the Chargers and the Rams. And their defense is so bad, they always have to end up throwing, so he's not a bad pickup at all. Nick, what say you? My pick this week is a super reach in Traylon Burks. He's 51% rostered, and I say super reach because he really hasn't done much. And his first touchdown in his NFL career was off of a fumble recovery from uh, Derrick Henry. But over, over his last two weeks, he's earned 14 targets and finished with 11 receptions for 181 yards. Uh, he's now emerged himself as the number one, uh, receiver in Tennessee. If you can say he's, he's emerged because they don't have anybody. Uh, he's, he's had target shares of 17.6 and 27 and a half in the past two weeks for a combined 22%. So in his next three games, he's got a tough one this week. He's, he's got the birds this week. Then he goes to Jacksonville, who's 24th. And then he's got the Chargers, who's 10th. They give, they give up 25 points per game. So, um, Take a crack at uh, Traylon Burks. I mean, if you got a weak bench, uh, pick him up. All right, let's go to you. Let's go to the tight end position. Justin, we'll start with you on that. What's your big tight end pickup this week? So it's going to be Robert Tunyon. Um, obviously, with Aaron Rodgers being out, you know that kind of limits what a lot of people perceive Tunyon's um, value is. But I actually like it. You know, at this point, Jordan Love is a rookie quarterback. I mean, he hasn't gotten the reps of a veteran. He's only played, I think, like three total games in his entire career as far as regular season goes. So he's the equivalent of a rookie to me. And what is a rookie's best friend? It's their tight end. 
Uh, I look at Tunyon as somebody who can be a safety valve, check down for um, Jordan Love all game long. He's not going to have Christian Watson always open. He's not going to have Alan Lazard always open. They're going to be playing some tough defenses down the stretch, which opens up the door for Robert Tunyon to possibly catch some, you know, good passes underneath. Nick, what say you? What's your tight end this week? Uh, this week, an, another reach, but he's he's serviceable. I got Foster Moreau uh, out of the Raiders. He's thirty nine percent rostered uh, this past weekend. He actually ran a hundred. 100% of the routes. So, uh, you know, he, he's on the field. That's, that's a plus. Uh, he ran 37 routes, which, which only trailed Devontae Adams and Matt Collins by two. So, um, and over the past two weeks, he's, he's fell in the end zone twice. The past three weeks, he's averaged 9.9 points per game. In the next three games, he's, Wow, someone's hungry. Uh, he's got the Chargers, who's 23rd. The Rams are 16th. And the Patriots are 25th. So in this tight end depleted barren wasteland, uh, 9.9 points per game in a PPR isn't that bad. All right. I like that in the tight end. Fred, what say you? I definitely have to agree with Nick. The, the barren wasteland, the Waller, Goddard, Ertz, Pitts. I went with Conklin. Um, he caught all three of his targets. He had 50 yards. That averages out to be a little bit over 17.3 yards per catch. I mean, who, who else? You got to go to your tight end, especially when you're just starting to be the quarterback. So, I mean, I'm not going to dwell on their schedule again. This just, just go with Conklin. I think he has a big game against Minnesota. All right, let's get to the streaming defenses. Nick, let's say you finish up. What's your streaming D this week? All right, so my streaming D, D this week and for the next two weeks is going to be Mr. Unlimited. Old team, the Seattle Seahawks. They are 18th uh, rostered, uh, 18% roster, excuse me. Uh, this week they got the Rams, who have nobody. Uh, and next week they got the Panthers, who – could be playing Sam Darnold or number six, or they might put PJ Walker back in there. And the only thing that they got to worry about is stopping is Deonta Foreman. So for the next two weeks, uh, take the Seahawks. All right. Like that. Let's go. By the way, Bill's a poet and didn't know it. He wanted to let us know Snell did well. LOL. All right. Let's go what to the hell. Let's say you. What's your streaming D this week? Uh, I'm going to go with Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Even though they lost the game in the last minute to the Cleveland Browns, they did lose it to Nick Chubb and Amari Cooper. You're not going to have to worry about that with the Saints. They're hurt. They're injured. Um, it's just not – they're just not good. They just got blanked for the first time in, like, I don't even know how many games. So, 21 years. 21 years? Look at that. So, 21 years. <clears throat> they're, they're offensively, they're not doing really well. Take Tampa Bay and Monday Night Football. I think they uh, redeemed themselves and they take yeah, over that division. They're a great defense, but like, you know, <clears throat> how are they on the waiver wire? I would love to see the percentage of what the Bucks are on the waiver wire at least. Like, what I, is I, that? Well, they just got embarrassed. I think a lot what of people dropped that? them. They're five they and six. Nobody dude. dropped the Bucks. D. All did right, you do the research or did you just pull them out of your behind? I, like, I, hey, when, play, when I do my defense, I look at a match. Good matchup. Oh yeah, my streaming waiver wire pick. All right, you. Pick up the Eagles on the waiver wire. <laughs> to be fair to the jester, this wouldn't be the first time that we've had somebody who's not going to be on the waiver wire on our list. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying, Gus Bus probably not on the waiver wire for most people. <laughs> uh, according to uh, Rotoballer, he is. Uh, all right, go ahead. What do you got? Oh. Uh, uh, just playing around, Nick. Um, I got the Jaguars playing the Lions and playing the Titans. Uh, let's see. The Lions are actually zero on turnover differential right now. And then we've got the Jaguars got two plus on the turnover differential. That happened this week when they forced Mark Andrews, Mr. Reliable, to fumble the football, which is absolutely crazy. Um, you know, the Jaguars are just one of those defenses. They're going to stay in games. And this Lions game, you know, the Lions are kind of – they're gritty, but they're also going to make mistakes. Jared Goff has had track record of making mistakes when it counts. Uh, and then the Titans, you know, the Titans are hit and miss. You know, who saw Derrick Henry fumbling the ball? You know, Tannehill throws interceptions all the time. 
I'm, I'm liking the Jaguars. I think they're a tough defense. And, you know, for a two-week streamer, if you have to stream for two weeks, they're not a bad one. Yeah, that's a big gamble. They're going against Detroit because if it goes south on them, it could go south real in that negative range. And that's definitely where you don't want to be. All right, let's go into week 13, talk about some matchups. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Okay, here's a shout out of a cannon. Oprah, Barbara Walters, your wife. You got to fuck one, marry one, kill one. Go. I think we're done here. All right. Well, let's get moving on. Who would we rather for week 13? Let's start with Freddie on this one. Let's go with the difficult one. Jalen Hurts versus the Titans or Lamar Jackson versus the Broncos? And his internet must be down. Let's go to Justin on that one. No, I'm not down. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah we got you. <laughs> All right, you said the you said Jalen Hurts versus who? Lamar Jackson uh, versus Denver. Oh man, I'm gonna go with Jalen Hurts because Lamar Jackson was pissed the other day, and even though uh, he you know he was doing everything by himself, Bill. <laughs> um. I'm still going to go with the Eagles. They're flying high. He's he's playing good, feet, throwing, everything. Lamar Jackson, just, I just don't like the way their offense looks. Go with the Eagles. All right. Uh, let's go to Justin for the next one. The, the return of Deshaun Watson at Houston or Trevor Lawrence at Detroit. Oh, yeah. Okay. So don't got to think about this one for too freaking long. Actually, I'm going to go with Trevor Lawrence on this one. 100% Deshaun Watson looked like a big pile of dog doo-doo when he played in the preseason. He looked like, you know, I think Nick's son could throw the ball further than Deshaun Watson threw it in that preseason game. Um, You know, shout out to Nick's son because he could take the field for the Browns at this point. Anyways, I don't think Nick wants that for his future. Anyways, Trevor Lawrence against Detroit. You say it could go south for uh, the Jaguars. It could very well go south for Detroit, too. This could be a game that goes back and forth or goes one way in a drastic fashion. Trevor Lawrence is heating up. He has everything you need. He's a running quarterback. He can throw the ball, and Zay Jones looked good on Sunday. So I'm going to go with uh, Trevor Lawrence, and Deshaun Watson prove something. All right, Nick, let's go to you. Let's go Tom Brady versus the Saints or Mike White at Minnesota. Uh, breaking news. Do um, it. Eagles safety, CJ Gardner out indefinitely. So all you, all you Birds fans out indefinitely. But I would go with um, not Tom Brady, the other guy. Who'd you, who did you <laughs> say? Mike White. Mike White. I'm going to go with Mike, Mike White because yeah, um, <laughs> the Saints always beat up on – Tom Brady, he never does well against the Saints. Mike White is rolling right now. Uh, he, well, he played a hell of a one game better than than what Tom Brady does against the Saints. So I'm going to take Mike White. That's embarrassing. All right, Justin, let's go it for is you. Damian Pierce versus the Browns or Aaron Jones at the Bears? Uh, I'm just going to real quick. I don't know if you showed this already. I'm going to give Freddie his props because Bill Bill reached out. He said, yeah, that's right. Freddie called Garrett Wilson last week. 
<laughs> and that's why I'm number one in my fantasy. And, <laughs> and that was mostly to mess with Coop too because he hates the Jets. Um, so what was the question again? <laughs> yeah, thanks, thanks for delaying the show. We appreciate all that. Um, the question was Damian Pierce versus the Browns or Aaron Jones at the Bears? Um, I'm going to go with uh, Aaron Jones at the Bears. Damian Pierce is – he's fallen out of whatever magic he had. Uh, these past three games have been absolutely terrible for him. You know, I don't think the Browns are world beaters against the ground game, but I just think that Aaron Jones has a little bit more in him, and it's the Bears. I mean, divisional games always bring out a little bit more in those players that are really good and have the history with them. So I'm going to go with Aaron Jones this week. All right, Aaron Jones, a shout-out to Social Finesse Media Great content, gentlemen. We appreciate you all doing a great job for us. If you guys are looking for a marketing company to help you with your social media and stuff, look no further than Social Finesse Media, indeed. All right, let's go to Nick for our next one. Tony Pollard versus the Colts or Alvin Kamara versus Tampa at Tampa. I'm going to go with Pollard because Kamara has just been – he's been real hit or miss this season. Last week, he was a real big miss. He fumbled on the goal line. Uh, Pollard, like I said, he's slowly taking over the job in <clears throat> in Big D down there. Uh, and even if he's not, he's getting sufficient carries. And when he does, he busts them for 25, 30 yards. So I'm going to go Pollard. All right, Freddie, what about you? Oh, my bad. <laughs> Oh, wait, <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was on the first segment still. My bad. All right, let's go to the next one to you, Fred. David Montgomery versus the Packers or Miles Sanders versus the Titans? You know what? I think I will go with David Montgomery because he was running the ball hard the other day. And uh, the Packers, uh, they, they just looked defeated. I, I really liked the way he, he ran the ball. I was truly impressed. Um, I know he, Miles Sanders – Hurts us too much for me. Yeah, 143 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, okay, that was one week. Just like, I, 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 listen, man, I, I'm going with Dave Montgomery. He ran the ball hard. He had multiple attempts. I like Dave Montgomery. All right, it's it's early. We'll we'll dissect this a little more later on in the week. Yeah, let's go on to yeah. receivers. Nick, we'll start with you. Still waiting for my mug, Fred. Amari Cooper at Houston or Jalen Waddle versus San Francisco. Cooper, uh, even though Houston does not give up a, a lot of receiving yards, San Francisco, uh, they're starting to come back against, especially against the pass. Um, they're going to have, Miami's going to have a tough day. They really, they really are. Uh, they're going to shut down the run. So which means that they're going to have to rely on the pass. And I, I don't have the stats in front of me. I'm sure Justin can test to it more than I can. Um, I believe San Francisco is in the top 10 of passing, so passing defense. So I'm going to go with uh, Amari Cooper on that one. Yeah, I, it's going to be a tough We're going to talk about that tomorrow on our big game Wednesday show, a lot more in depth. But, you know, um, you know, it is going to be a tough day for Miami, but I think equally tough on this 49ers offense, quite frankly. So we'll get on to that, though, later. Let's go to uh, just, or excuse me, Fred for this next one. Um, let's go George Pickens at Atlanta or Chris Godwin versus the Saints. Man, Chris Godwin had a big day the other day. Uh, Pickens versus Atlanta. I'm going to stick with Godwin. I love that the he looked healthy. He was catching everything. Tom Brady trusted him again. I, I think it's going to be consecutive weeks, and that's the only way they win and, and progress is with Godwin playing really good again like last season. Saints do play them notoriously well, and George Pickens, man, that's a juicy matchup for him this week. I like them both, quite <clears> frankly. <throat> Let's go to Justin for this next one. Devonta Smith versus the Titans or Garrett Wilson at Minnesota. Garrett motherfucking Wilson. <laughs> All day long. All day long. He's the number one. He's the number one. Devonta Smith is not the number one. He's the number two. So Mike White back there? Hey, guess what? We don't got a problem with passing anymore. <laughs> you know, we can just throw it all over the field now. Oh man, Garrett Wilson is going to cause problems for a lot of people, and um, you know, this week we're going to see kind of I think even more of a impact than he did last week. So I'm going to go with Garrett Wilson over to Watson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
swamp. All right, let's go to Fred. Including with Miami Dolphins. Foster Moreau versus the Chargers for Tyler Higby versus the Seahawks. Well, Seahawks are tough, and it's at um, it's in Seattle, I believe. Let me make sure I, before I say that. I have that one at in. No, it's, that was in L.A. Yeah. I, I, either way, either way, I'm gonna play Foster Moreau because he had all the he had played all the snaps. He did a, a lot of routes. He scored really well. It's it's. I think he I think he just played amazing. And I actually picked him up last week when you guys were talking about him. So lucky for me. Um, yeah, I'm going Foster Moreau. It's more the QB situation for me in this one. However, Seahawks, um, they're like 31st, or they're pretty close to dead last against the high fancy tight end. We shall see. Let's go Justin, Pat Fryermuth versus Atlanta, or Dalton Schultz versus the Colts. You know you love, you know, I love me some Muth. I'm going to go – this is a very close one. This is about as close as it is to call. Um, I would like either one of them on there. Uh, you know what? Actually, I'm going to scratch that. I'm going to go with Dalton Schultz because there's more of an opportunity to score a touchdown with Dak Prescott than there is with Kenny Pickett. So I'm going to go with the guy who's going to get a shot on multiple times to score a touchdown rather than one guy who's going to have maybe like one or two drives down there. All right, Nick. Here we go. The boy you called out, you've been calling out, that shot everyone a big zero last week. Jawan Johnson at Tampa Bay or Tyler Conklin at the Vikings. That wasn't his fault. <laughs> this is a wash. Um, man, uh, I'm sorry. You said it was Tyler Johnson Conklin at Tampa Bay and Conklin. Uh, Conklin playing at Minnesota. All right, I'm going to give uh, Johnson the, the big Benny of the doubt here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take him over over Conklin this week. Uh, Tampa Bay's defense has not been that great against tight ends this season. Uh, and he's, he's besides Kamara, he's their number one scoring offense. Olave gets him all the way down there. and But um, he does get in the end zone. He's, he's got in the end zone four times in the past six weeks. So I'm going to go with Jawan Johnson. All right, I like you. All right, we're going to talk a little more tomorrow about our starts and our good stuff for the week. But before we go tonight, we've all talked about waiver wire pickups. Now we got to talk about players that we could possibly drop. It's time for Judge Jordan's Fantasy Court. All rise for the Honorable Jordan C. Thomas. Court is now in session. You may be seated. We would like to call to the stand today running back Damian Pierce of the Houston Texans. Mr. Pierce, you are brought in front of this court today and charged with fraud and impersonating an elite fantasy option. Mr. Pierce, the evidence against you is as follows. After taking over the starting role with the Houston Texans backfield, you ran your way to seven consecutive top 20 finishes. Then you stumbled against the Commanders, which is okay. We get it. Everybody has a bad game. But what we cannot excuse is the flat-out disappearing act that you had against America's team, the Miami Dolphins. Your average for the day, or sorry, not your average, your total for the day was eight yards rushing. Eight yards. Your rushing average was 1.6 yards per carry, or roughly half the distance of your quarterback, Davis Mills' neck. Your quarterback is now benched, and you have upcoming, upcoming games against the returning Deshaun Watson, the Dallas Cowboys, the Kansas City Chiefs, and the Tennessee Titans. With your steady average of eight yards a game, a game over the last two games, you are no longer a viable fantasy starter, and at this stage, you may not even be rosterable. This court finds you guilty on all accounts and sentences you to the waiver wire for the remainder of the season. Mr. Pierce, we're not sure who you pray to, but you better get down on those knees and and pray that the Houston Texans don't replace your ass in the draft. Ah, This court is adjourned.
right. Gotta love the judge. Definitely here to drop your. I don't know if I'm not dropping Damian Pierce though. I have to. Yeah, say I pick him up. I hey, pick I him know. up. Tell me what league you're it's, doing that in. Would you play him? Would you play him? Huh? Would you play him? I well, I mean, it depends on my roster, but yeah, I mean, against Cleveland, maybe, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> even even fourth and flex for you. Like, by the way, shout out to Dolph Riki. She was announced this year as the Miami Dolphins Fan of the Year. So congratulations to her. She'll be on. And Gina, repping with G. Gina G is going to be on tomorrow to represent the 49ers in our big game Wednesday. Listen, it don't get no bigger than this, guys. It's, it's a possible Super Bowl matchup. I can't even believe I'm saying that. Wow. Can't even believe All right. We appreciate you guys. Plus, we got starts and sits. We got a lot of good stuff tomorrow, so make sure you check us out. Hit that subscribe button and the notification button. We appreciate you, and we are out. We're on a mission. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.